TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. It's the Beer Show with Chris Reavers and Mike Fratelloni. That's right, you crazy party animals. It is the Beer Show here on Score North on 1500 and scorenorth.com. My name is Chris Reavers. By my side, as he has been for the better part of the last decade, is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, Reavers. How about you? I'm awesome. I love Thursday nights. You know this about me. This is my favorite night of the week because, A, I get to hang out with you. Yes. And I get to see your beautiful face. And we get to have a good time. Yeah, we get to talk about beer. But I'm pretty sure Hump Day is your favorite. But that's okay. We'll let, we'll let <laughs> See, you get away with this. We got about 38 <laughs> seconds into <laughs> it right, before he dropped right his first day. one. Okay. Um, no, but it's 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 easily my favorite night of the week, and uh, it it gives us the chance to talk to a lot of great people, a lot of good friends, and talk about the world of beer. And I a delicious look at world this. of beer. See what I you got did here? Show prep. Look at this. Not only did I do show prep, Jonathan. I got stories, baby. There we go. A couple of which was supplied to us uh, by our best off-site correspondent by the name of Joe S. Uh, I want to give this uh, one some time, though, because I find this one intriguing. A man dying from alcohol poisoning was (laughs) saved after doctors in Vietnam pumped 15 cans worth of beer into his body. The 48-year-old man fell unconscious and was taken to a hospital in the central Vietnamese province of Quang Tri on Christmas Day, where doctors found that levels of methanol, a dangerous form of alcohol, in his body were more than 1,000 times over the recommended limit. Mm. When he arrived, medical staff at the General Hospital's intensive care unit, led by Dr. Lee Van Lam, immediately administered him three cans of beer equivalent to about one liter. Over the course of the day, the doctors transfused a total of 15 cans of beer into the man's body at a rate of about one every hour. This caused the liver to slow down the rate at which it processed uh, methanol along the man to eventually regain consciousness. There are two types of alcohol, ethanol Mm -hmm. and methanol both of which are very similar chemically and are toxic to the body. However, methanol, whose chemical structure varies slightly from its cousin, is not processed as well by the body and thus can be far more dangerous. This is why the majority of alcoholic consumer drinks contain ethanol, not methanol, which is found in gasoline, antifreeze, paints, thinners, blah, 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 blah. Normally, when we consume drinks containing ethanol, an enzyme in the body known as alcohol... Okay. Here's the point I'm bringing this all up. Right. We've all seen the shows. ER, yes. Chicago Hope, mm-hmm. um, Jonathan, you're here. Give me, give me a couple. It's the one with the guy who lives. House. 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 Yes. Perfect. Because House example. would be the one who would say, give him more beer. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. where I was going with this. Uh. So who's the guy? Here comes Zhang Lang V. Mm-hmm. He comes rolling in. He's he's out cold. Yes. You know he's basically pouring out. You know you antifreeze smell, from his veins. You smell can smell isopropyl alcohol. He yeah. has no chance to live. Yeah, he's dead. And someone goes, "Damn it! Pump beer into that guy's Give body." Give that man a beer stat. That's the 
brilliant that alcohol. Is pre- that is pretty good. That's the brilliance of alcohol. See? See? Yeah. This is why we're just dummies hosting a radio show. You know what I think of when I think of this? I think oh, if you... Oh, if, stop. Okay. Jonathan, I start these stories uh-huh. and I open the floor... <laughs> For my guy Michael, because it gets the rabbit on the wheel, and it, Mike's gonna run with it. Well, here, go. Here's what I think: if they did that in America, yes, and you get your bill, do you think the beers would be more or less expensive than oh, a beer at a stadium? So if I go to a U.S. Bank, yes, uh, and it's eleven fifty for a Coors Light, <laughs> right? So you're going to the. Uh, uh, the province chapter of wherever in Vietnam. Yes, we're going to charge expensive. them twenty eight fifty exactly for each one of the fifteen beers they pump through. Yeah, him. so I'm like, do you, did God, he really need? Did he really need fifteen? Could he just settle with ten? Because yes. or were they just pumping up the bill a little bit? You raised which, your hand. Go. Which one's more expensive, a Super Bowl beer or the beer that they pumped into that guy? Absolutely. Now here's where he makes fun of me. Why? Go ahead. Yeah, Go that's ahead. Reavers won't know what a Super Bowl beer costs because he leaves Super Bowl at halftime. Okay, first of all, you're a jackass. <laughs> Secondly, um, I can answer this. I can answer yes, this because you you did get a beer. So I, think. I and everybody's thinking, well, last year? No, no, it wasn't last year. It was no. two years ago in Houston. Jonathan doesn't even know this story. I Jonathan, don't think I do. He left mid midway no, 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 during the best Super Bowl okay, in first history. Of all, first of all, first okay. of all, this is radio. Okay. It's long form. Let's okay, play sorry. this out. Okay, <laughs> okay, Mr. Hyper Attentive. So I had the pleasure of attending Super Bowl Fifty One because Fifty Two was last year yeah, here in the yeah, Twin yeah, Cities, okay. so it would have yep. been Fifty One in, in Houston. And uh, well, this is what because Manny Manny has been at the controls, and now you're welcome to, to the beer. So this Thank is you. your second episode or Seconds. third? Okay. Second. Yep. And uh, I had I had I'd met a friend. We went down. We had a good time. At halftime, I went. I'm out because <laughs> it was twenty eight. It was twenty eight to three, and I wanted to get back to my room on the oh, on the no. on the water. And I was like, I'm because I was staying just south of Houston in Galveston on the yep. Gulf. Yeah, granted, it's not a glamorous city, but it was still it's it's well, on the, the water. The ocean it's there, in February. Yeah. I want to watch water on a beach mm-hmm. and not be in this crummy not it's a nice stadium but i didn't want to be there anymore no but you knew it was going to be a blowout it was so. going to be a blowout they were getting crushed and yeah, so i left Ooh. i left and um <laughs> but when i was there when i was there i i walked around because we didn't really have a seat it's one of those auxiliary passes yeah that you get and so when i was walking around the first thing i wanted to do was i wanted to check prices on things so this it was, you know, eight fifty for a hot dog. It was I think it was sixteen dollars for your domestic bottles, your Bud Lights, your Coors Lights, okay. your which that's is a lot. it's a lot of money. But that's okay. It's the Super Bowl. It's the Super right? Bowl. And I rem- I'll never forget this. And if you wanted a mixed drink, I think it was eighteen fifty for a mixed drink. And then a double. But if you wanted a double, they gave you a deal. It was only thirty. Oh, oh what a deal! It was only thirty. Uh, what a, you know, a Crown Royal with seven up. It save was only six dollars by buying <laughs> right. two of them. Um, and I, I, I do remember watching a guy, and it, and because this was huge, it was uh, New England and Atlanta, and I remember seeing a guy decked out in Patriots gear. I mean, mm. he was there to party, and um, at that time he was down big time, so he was buying. Drinks for him. I'm assuming his gal at his side, and then another couple behind him. And he must have spent a hundred and forty dollars on like 
five drinks. Oh. It was it was something else. And he probably had more than one round. Oh, I'm yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, because this was this was as I was walking out of the stadium. So oh. it, it's, uh, it's so tell me this: the upcoming Super Bowl that's happening. Here we go. And we had that incredibly bad call. I think there's some legal standing where if oh, I'm a gambler, shut up. really, honest to God, that was such a flagrant missed call, and they can do something about it. Which which game are you talking about? Because there was a lot of bad calls oh, in both games. Obviously, the New Orleans game where right. they just got completely hosed. So you we side, would be so you cited the arrogant New Orleans lawyer that said, "I'm going to sue the NFL." Reavers, you're not a gambler, and I'm not no, a gambler. No, not at all. But let's say you had ten thousand bucks on that game. How pissed would you be? If I'd you have, be okay. I'd be nuts pissed, right? And I couldn't take the fact that they just said, "Oh, they." In fact, they didn't say anything, and mm-hmm. they continue to say nothing about it. And they won't. And they won't. No. which I think is a mistake. Why? Because because they're you, they're going to talk to indict themselves. No, but Don't you can you can acknowledge that a call is not great. Here's why. Okay. Here's why they're not going to say anything. They issued the. The contemporary, oh, we're going to investigate all, we're considering investigating all pass interference calls in 2020 or mm-hmm. 2019. No, they're not. They're just doing that to save face. They're going to run and hide. They're not going to say anything until after the Super Bowl. or And they won't even say anything after that. They can't save face. The Super Bowl is invalid. Mike, it's football. No. We're going to come back no. for more. It's football n- is the addictive drug, and I am just as guilty. I watched every second of both games mm-hmm. on last Sunday. Sure. And I watched almost every second of the four games the weekend before that. I love football. I too watched. And I watched every second and guess what I'll do on Super Bowl Sunday. You'll watch every second. I will of watch that. every second of that game too. But doesn't some of the game lose its validity when the rightful winner did not win? Nope. How could it not? No. It How won't. could it not? Okay, go Say back that. to 2009, Vikings versus the Saints. Yes. Brett Favre got the snot kicked out of him for four quarters. What happened? Okay. Nothing. I, I get that. Was was any one foul as flagrant as that clear pass interference? The player who did it said, oh my God, it was pass interference because I didn't want him to catch the ball. Go back to 1977 okay. when Drew Pearson clearly pushed off mm-hmm. against the Vikings in the end zone. Nothing happened. Okay. And guess what? We came back for more. And those are two of the most storied franchises in the history of the league, in the Vikings and the Cowboys. That was days before we have the absolute technology sure. to say, oh, wait, wait, wait. That isn't even remotely close so to So you want to slow down every game and replay every Why play. Why wouldn't they want to slow down the game? Here's what nobody discusses. Jonathan, are you ready for a piping hot sports take? <laughs> Let's right. do it. Are you Let's ready for a piping hot sports North. take? Because here on Score North on 1500 and scorenorth.com, that's what we deliver on the beer show on, 50, <laughs> on 1500 AM. Score North. I almost screwed up, but I didn't. You had it. See, I caught myself. Yeah. Who was the name of the defensive back for the Rams? Roby Coleman, uh, right? Roby, yeah. Something Roby Coleman? Mm-hmm. No one has brought this point up, and I'm curious about this. So he goes head on, right to the right to Two the defenseless yes. defenseless receiver. Had this clown just played his position, he turned his head, he would have not only had an interception; it would have been a pick six return for a touchdown. Game over. Yeah, but that didn't happen. But it did, and and that's the part that I find confounding. Because everyone is fixated on 
what didn't happen and why didn't this ref throw a flag and why didn't there why are we talking about this by the way I don't know well, you brought it up because I want to have You're more beers well no I, I am not a fan of New Orleans just FYI oh yeah I'm team. not either and I actually but, don't like the Rams either but, but I that's still fine. said to myself oh I would be. It, what's going to change stuff like this in, in football world is the more gambling that becomes legal, and the more we allow gambling to become legal, we're not going to accept an unfair, invalid answer. All right. You just you can't have that. It just doesn't work. Well, okay. So, have you started drinking beer again, or are you still stuck on the spiked seltzer? Uh, I have, but I want to get to something else first. Can oh, we? I, I sure. Okay. So. You know this about me. My favorite sport is baseball. You're not weird. even close. You're weird. About it's it. my. F- I. I am. Yeah. I am weird about sure. it. I took a vacation with my beautiful wife <laughs> in November to Arizona, and I somehow found a baseball game, the Arizona Fall League, and she willingly wanted to go with Which me. Which is amazing. I know it's. I way outkicked my mm. coverage, and I'm not even afraid to admit it. So. I was a little bit bittersweet about an election yesterday. Was it yesterday? Day before. Two days, Two days ago. Mm-hmm. To the Baseball Hall of Fame. Mariano Rivera. Sure. And first of all, wait, stop. Mariano Rivera got elected to Baseball's Hall of Fame. Jonathan, take it away. I don't know if they're going to bring in Mo or Daly. Batances is going to depart. And it looks like it's going to be Mo Greatness coming into the Yankee game for the final time here in the Bronx. Number 42, Mariano Rivera. Number 42. You can leave it play while I talk. So here's why I love this. As a Twins fan, you are supposed to hate everything represented about the New York Yankees. And trust me, I do. You do. And I still do. But there was something about him that you went, damn, he's good. And for me personally, the fact that he was able to live, die, and he didn't die very often, to live and execute everything about his craft with one pitch. Mm -hmm. I love that about him. And he was basically a self-made guy. Yeah. And, oh, my God, I love... So when when he was elected unanimously, I thought there is no one more perfect to represent the first unanimous choice of the Baseball Hall of Fame, the Mariano Rivera. If we dork out, and I'd have to take your knowledge on this because I don't know... You know, when you go back... We did start with the beer story, by the way. We did start with the beer story. And all sports relate to beer. Yep. What are you doing while you're watching sports? But is no one else even close? Like, wasn't there a player that made it to the Hall of Fame in some time period that was awfully darn close to being Uh, a complete unanimous... uh, Was it last year? Ken Griffey Jr. Ken Griffey Jr. was 96% of the vote. Um, And, of course, you know, you had... 
the initial cast with Babe Ruth and Ty Cobb and all those guys. But yes. So is it just one sports writer who says... people get too hung up on whether a guy was unanimous or not. Who cares? No, no. I'm just, I, I just assumed there would have been others. Yeah. But do you think it, it's just it, it one does, guy yes. in Minnesota who says... Uh, the Royces of the world who says, no, no, no I it's, want it's somebody. Lavelle. It's pretty it's much La- Lavelle. Okay. Lavelle's it's... the guy that gets hung up on. I'm not going to elect this guy to the Hall of Fame. I only say that because he's listening. Okay. Oh, uh, but it's, it's, it's the one guy or, 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 you know, a couple of guys that say, well, we can't have a unanimous, which is stupid. Sure. But I don't get hung up on that. This is how much respect that guy garnered was. No one was going to be like, well, I'm not leaving off So you my think ballot. it's absolutely deservedly so? Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. He was, he was, and from an intimidation standpoint, mm-hmm. it really wasn't there. I mean, I, I was there for the All-Star game in 2014, and it was so cool mm-hmm. to have to have all of these guys and just the aura that, that kind of was wrapped around that entire dynasty yeah. and he was you know he was the guy he sure. was a central part of that it was it was pretty cool yeah. so I, I was i was glad to see that because as a as a diehard born and bred twins fan you are kind of rooted and you're you're, you're bred to root against that franchise and i still do and i always will mm-hmm. but there's that one guy that you're like no no okay that's pretty cool. he gets the pass that's pretty cool yeah that it, what about arod oh my god <laughs> I mean, living living life now, right? If he's not living life, no. Okay, breathe. That didn't work. We don't we don't like it, Rod. We don't. We don't like right. I didn't, I didn't know of, if that if that would be if that was the same story. His name is Mike Fredaloni with Fredaloni's Hardware Garden Stores, and he knows how to push my buttons, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. That's why I love him dearly. Uh, and this is the beer show here live on Score North on fifteen hundred and scorenorth.com. We are going to step aside for just a brief moment. We're going to come back. With our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. And we're going to take our weekly beer run. This is The Beer Show. Hello again. This is Mike Fratelloni from Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores. It is freezing cold today. It's going to be like two tomorrow. And this is not an official weather forecast, by the way. <laughs> but over the next week, some days the high is going to be like negative 10. Reavers, I just hate that. But it's what happens? It's cold. But you know what we have at Fratelloni's? We have ice melt that will actually still melt the ice off your sidewalks and your driveways and the little lip that you need to get into your garage. It will do that right at Fratelloni's. In fact, we have ice scrapers, ice melt, everything you need. We even have pipe tape that wraps around the pipes in your basement to heat those pipes up so they don't freeze. Because what happens at 25 below, stuff freezes in your house and can create a ton of damage. This is Mike Fratelloni from Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores. Our family, my family, has 21 stores all throughout the metro area. You find our stores online at fratelloni's.com. Come on in and say, hey, Mike told me about the ice melt that you have or or the pipe uh, tape that goes around your pipe and inst- in, uh, in- insulates your pipe. Do a better job than that. This is Mike Fratelloni from Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Store. Welcome back. 
back to the beer show here on Score North on 1500 and online. We are scorenorth.com. We are live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios. My name is Chris Reavers. Mike Fredoloni is by my side. That means we welcome in our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. Folks, if you're not pay att- paying attention, then shame on you. They have the best bottle shops in the Twin Cities in South Minneapolis at Hiawatha and 42nd and in White Bear Lake at Highway 61 and 4th Street in downtown White Bear Lake. And uh, Ryan is here this evening. Yes. We haven't seen you for a few weeks, sir. I know. It's been a little while. It's good to be back up here. Well, shame on you because uh, no, I'm just kidding. We we love we love you to death. I'm just I'm just trying to make you feel bad. So welcome back. It, it, it's good to see you in the new year. Um, I'm curious. So here we are. We're getting close. Football season's kind of in the rearview mirror. Mm-hmm. We obviously have one more big game. Is this a lull? Or are we still? This is. I mean, especially compared to last year, right? You know, we're just looking oh, at our numbers when you I know, was the, the Vikings just, were in the playoffs. Yes, and the, not only that, but it was you know we had the Super Bowl here, so there was just a nonstop right. you know roller coaster of it's football, yeah, beer, it, we it, need alcohol. It felt like there really was no off season or slow yeah. season for us because right. of that. Um, but this year we're getting a little bit more of that. People still like to come out and and stock up for this cold weather, though. Mm-hmm. We noticed that's the extremes, right? So. Um, but no, it's nice to kind of get a little breather here. But there's so much going on in the craft beer world, especially locally, that there's really never a break in terms of exciting stuff that's available at Elevated, especially on the beer side. So um, one of those breweries that is continuously you know, raising the bar and putting out cool products and, and stuff that you got to watch out for is Modest Brewing. We've got those guys in studio with us here tonight. We've got John and Dan. Awesome. Hey, thanks for having us. What's up? Welcome, guys. So we've had you on the show before, and those that might not be all of that familiar with Modest Brewing, uh, give us kind of the, the the history, where you guys are at currently, and where you guys really came from to begin with. Sure. Um, yeah, uh, this is John. I'm one of the co-founders. Uh, we've been open uh, since... Uh, Tax day of 2016. Uh, we're down in the North Loop. Uh, it's easy to remember a tax day, right? Uh, it was the, also the anniversary of my divorce. So oh, that's easy to remember, well. too. Congratulations. Just, just FYI. Uh, oh, my God. That's, that's a true yeah. story. True story. <laughs> well, uh, I'm making a note of that. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, just, just, just so you know. I share that Google calendar with me, please? <laughs> right. All right. Sorry. Continue. Uh, that's all good. Uh, so, yeah, we're down, uh, down in the North Loop neighborhood uh, right by uh, Twins uh, Stadium, Target Field there, uh, about a thousand feet out of left field. So if you're coming down for a, a Twins game this season, uh, yeah, come stop by and have some beers. Maybe Bryce Harper will come down when he gets signed with the Twins. Why do you keep doing this? Because it's so stupid. No. Because he's never going to get signed with the Twins. <laughs> but that's what the word on the street You're is. never going to be signed with the Twins with I, that I attitude. Have, I have more luck than he will. Oh, that's that's a good no, point. Probably not. Um, okay, so uh, a lot of the things w- with Modest, you guys are in a really good spot uh, of town. And, and I think personally... One of it's not even underappreciated. It's it's one of the most hopping areas for craft beer here in the Twin Cities. Is it, you guys are kind of right in the middle in the heart of it of it all. Yeah, yeah, I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, well, that's what I yeah. do here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, we're we're um, in a really really cool neighborhood, really hopping neighborhood. There's a lot of stuff going on all the time. We're losing uh, uh, green grass every. Uh, pretty much every week but it's uh, right. it's going to be sweet. I mean, so, do you think yeah. there'll be more breweries able to come in cuz there's just not much space left there? There's rumors of a couple more coming down the line you might hear about uh, there? soon. There's another cidery in down in the neighborhood so even Is more. That, so let me ask you because I I've talked to bar owners that mm-hmm. always say if there's a great bar that's right across the street that's good for them because you you just want that constant flow of business. 
Is it the same case with with tap rooms and breweries that sure. you want that constant flow? You want a really great, successful tap room to be mm-hmm. not that far from you because then you you not only become a destination brewery, yep. you become a destination neighborhood. Right? Yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, two of our um, top, uh, two of the top five accounts we have uh, on premise wise uh, is right around the corner from us. Yeah, so, yeah. It's more of a destination. The more cool things are. Always happening down there. That's really awesome. So, Ryan, you know, I know you guys have at Elevated have been doing um, a lot of business with these guys over the years. Yeah. What really stands out to you about Modest? Well, it's it's cool because we got to learn about you know Modest as a, as an idea even before it existed. Because John was putting in some part time hours at the Minneapolis shop while he while they were kind of getting going and right. and, and building that and, and he building was the taste brewery. testing some of your five hundred beers. <laughs> these well, guys suck, yeah. Ryan. You shouldn't yeah. put them on the well, on the shelf. Yeah. This is this is one of the reasons that they're different. I mean, John's out there. The reason he was working at Elevated is because well, he likes the shop, right? Mm-hmm. At least yeah. I hope. But oh, yeah. uh, but also because he was just kind of doing his his research. Sure. He was making sure that he was understanding you know what was going on in the marketplace, uh, what these other craft breweries were doing. Mm-hmm. You just don't always see that. A lot of these guys are opening breweries, kind of flying by the seat of their pants, mm-hmm. and and uh, and not putting in the the R and D, I guess to. To build the brewery itself, yeah, retail is one of the big legs of you know running yeah, a absolutely. successful brewery. Having that background and seeing what customers actually want, right? I mean, that's amazingly strong data. Yeah, right? yeah. So they're they're always innovating, and they have a really cool. They have a very unique brewing system as well, yep. right? That allows them to kind of explore different styles that that other breweries won't be able to do. Maybe we can touch on that briefly, uh, sure, because that is a huge part of of, of your yeah. makeup. Yep, yep. Um, we use a. Uh, we're still the only ones in the state with a mash filter system. Uh, it's a sort of a hybrid uh, Belgium, uh, a Belgian system with a, uh, um, uh, some, it's a mash filter at which basically it's a, it works like a giant French press. Um, so if you imagine making a giant uh, batch of oatmeal, trying to uh, put that into a coffee filter and then getting the water out, um, ours works uh, using force and pressure um, to use uh um, different grains, different um, ingredients uh, in a new and better way. So I want to ask you about that because I remember it might have even been the last time that we had them on talking about this filtration system. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I remember asking then, and I'm going to ask now, sure. so why hasn't anybody else copied you? And it, it, it could be a cost thing. I have no idea. This is way above my pay grade. Mm-hmm. I'm just the idiot on the radio. But I'm curious <laughs> if, if it's worked so well for you guys, mm-hmm. why are you still the only ones in the state doing it that way? I have no idea. <laughs> you see that, uh, folks? Look at that. Copy and paste. No, I'm just joking. I think it's safer to go traditional, right? And, yeah. and these these guys, you know, were willing to kind of zig when everyone else is zagging. So, is it a gamble thing, Ryan? Is that what you're? Is that what you're? Not, not a gamble. That's the wrong word. I'm sorry. Is it more of a? Is it more of a? Let's try this. Let's let's make let's make better. Let's try to make better beer. Yeah, I think it's it was a matter of kind of mm-hmm. just separating yourself from the pack, right? And, right. and not just with uh, the system itself, but the beers that you're able to create. Yeah, with Dan, exactly. tell tell us what can you do with this, Dan, that other brewers can't. I mean, can you put bagels in a beer, for example? Uh, we can hundred percent put bagels in a beer. Um, but like John said, the coolest thing to me is the is the grains that we can use. Um, and Modest was founded on this idea of making new beers and a new beer experience. So we like our flagship IPA, for example, doesn't have any barley in it. And I don't know of any other beer or especially an IPA that doesn't oh, wow. have any barley in it. So what does it so use instead of barley? All oats and wheat. All so, of wheat. Wow. Uh, the, these high protein, high beta gluten grains 
usually clog up a system and ours just charges right through it. You just so, push, you literally push it through the right. filter and you say, screw it. We'll, right. we'll force you to do what we want you to do. So the end result yeah. is like a cool, well, A, it's a new type of alcohol um, because, you know, that type of alcohol has never existed before. But also it, like these, these proteins create a really full mouthfeel. And so we do a lot of this like hop heavy, hazy beer type of stuff. But we create this permanent haze from the grain that ends up locking in that hop flavor and just kind of creates a cool experience for the drinker. Modest Brewing, the, the guest here on the beer show, courtesy of our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine and Spirits. Folks, two tastings this weekend, this Friday from 5 to 7 at the South Minneapolis location, this Saturday from 3 to 5 p.m. at the White Bear Lake location. You can learn more at elevatedbws.com. You mentioned a different kind of alcohol or new kind of alcohol. <laughs> Do you have a name for it? Is there something it's that you guys can... Dream Yard, try it. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> I knew, yeah. I knew that was coming. That's, but that's spectacular and something you guys should pat yourself on the backs for. And I know you're not going to do it here on the show, but I'm going to do it for you. Thank you. Well, thanks. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting. They're, they're real modest. They, uh, yeah. they really are. Let's back yeah. up to this bagel thing real quick. Oh, yeah, right? please, Cause, please. Yes. Fratelloni wasn't just joking. You guys are actually brewing with bagels. Yeah, so we partnered with our neighbors at Rise Bagel in the North Loop, uh, more or less, they're, they're friends of ours that that had excess bagels at the end of the day. They're mm-hmm. a small bake shop, always trying to figure out what the ideal number of bagels to bake per day is. Um, but most of the time, they end up with extras, and so they send them home with their staff. Sometimes they bring them over to us, but uh, they're still excess. So we started talking and figured, well, wh- why don't we just turn them into a beer? So over the course of about a month, they collected about 150 pounds of extra bagels, so we're talking everything bagels, onion bagels, regular bagels, everything that they make. Oh, it can uh, be any variety of bagels. Any variety. Okay. We, we collected them. Um, one brewer named Jackson uh, had the task of grinding them all up um, so we could put them into our hammer mill and turn it into a flour. Uh, and he swears that we'll never do it again, but we have not yeah. decided that we will not. Do it again. So, okay, forgive me if, if you mentioned this and it went over my head here. So literally... Any style of bagel doesn't mm-hmm. matter, but it, but it's all creating the same style of. So you're not doing a an onion bagel stout. No, you're just doing the okay. It's just it's just it's the so the whole oh, idea is good. to take their to take their excess and you know kind of upcycle it into something cool. So we took all their bagels, we made it into a beer. Um, we brewed it with rice bagels, uh, some white clover honey, um, some other malts. Ground it up. That made our mash. And the end result is uh, a beer we're calling No Bagel Wasted. Um, collab with Rice Bagel, and 10% of all the proceeds are going to go to Twin Cities Food Justice, awesome. which is a local nonprofit that helps fight food waste and hunger. Um, they're 100% volunteer run. So they're on board. We're going to release the beer this Saturday and celebrate it from 1 to 3. Rise is going to be there like with some homemade bagel chips, and they made some cream cheese with our beer. And it's just kind of some neighbor, good neighborly fun. Because I will admit, if uh, I love an onion bagel, I, I really do. There you go. And I would absolutely buy an onion bagel stout. I'm not. I'm not going to lie to you right now. Well, maybe Noted. Not a stout. Noted. Maybe not a stout. We can sell one yeah. growler to the idiot on the beer show. Uh, He'll I, buy. I like that concept of upcycling. Right? Yeah. yeah. It, just throwing stuff away seems anti logic to me. Right? Yeah. And if you can make something, and this beer is very good. Is Thank this? You. Is this a? Uh, um, we use the term stunt beer, right? And there's a little bit of stunty. Is this something you couldn't just keep making? It's too much to make. It's too hard to keep making this. 
I would say that the process of crunching up all those bagels wasn't necessarily the most efficient process in the world, but we can make it again. But there's I machines mean, that can do that stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, we could if you, rent if you, one of those like sidewalk hammer jack things. Yeah, a heavy-duty yeah. tamper. Oh. Uh, uh, Modest Brewing <laughs> Company, the guest here on the beer show, courtesy of our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. As I mentioned, two tastings this Friday from 5 to 7 in the South Minneapolis location, and this Saturday from 3 to 5 at the White Bear Lake location. I'm looking at an Imperial Stout that's standing in front of me that I cannot wait to taste in 22 minutes um, from now. Doofish. Is it Doofish? Deafwish. Deafwish. Imperial Stout. D-E-F-W-I-S-H. Yeah, making up words Deathwish is cool. Deafwish Imperial Deathwish. Stout yeah. from Modest Brewing. Tell me something about this. Uh, so we're going to release this simultaneously with the, with the Rise Bagel Beer. <sighs> wait a minute. Stop. Uh, Deafwish Imperial Stout with almonds... Coconut and cocoa. Yep. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> oh my God, this smells amazing. Did here, you have pour, some, Michael? No, not yet. Here, let me gun this and then pour some of that. That's, yeah, that's, that. that's, 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 is that what you're having it right now? Talk to me about it. I mean, they, they put it best in the green room. It's like uh, almond joy in a glass, right? It's, oh my it's just, God. Is that the one? Yeah. So that's a perfect. <laughs> Mounds in a glass. No, so, it's almond joy because there's almonds in there. You know how they got this named, don't you? No. They asked Mike Tyson and he said, oh, you guys must have a death wish. Oh my God. He sounded Asian. He sounded Asian. I couldn't, I don't have really a Mike Tyson line. I don't know. So the record, that is not how we got the name. So <laughs> I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess as I'm looking at this, I'm looking at the cup of uh, that Ryan is having and I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the ingredients and everything else. This is a perfect winter beer. Oh yeah. The timing couldn't yeah. be better, right? With this weather right now, it's just, mm-hmm. it's, it's incredible and it, 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 it pairs well with, uh, January. Is it a limited release or is this something you're around? Yeah, very, very limited. We've got, we've got about 400 bottles that will go through on Saturday. Um, I think we have one keg, one, one keg to tap on Saturday and a six barrel that will debut at Winterfest tomorrow night. Hmm. I'm smelling it. I, am I getting like the almond smell? Is that what I'm getting or is that? All I, get- I know is I took the sniff of the aroma and it it's, this is incredible. Mm-hmm. Wow. Really good. Yeah. I think you get that coconut. A little is bit of that, that what it is? I think it's mostly the coconut. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Now that you say coconut, now I get it. So right? what is it, Ryan, in a reptilian brain? You know, you're, you're in touch with the consumer. Is it, is it, you know, we're, we're in hibernating mode. We like to just kind of hunker down with something a little bit heavier this time yeah, of the year. I mean, is that what it is? It's not, you know, it's not even just the stouts, right? I mean, a lot of people are putting out their, their big double, triple IPAs right now. Hop slam is out in stores. So never yeah, heard of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> So it's uh yeah it's it's that time of year man it's just uh it's I think it's just what we do. Are you guys good on time? Can you hang for a second? Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's step aside for a quick moment. I want to come back cuz I got a million more questions for the folks from Modest Brewing Company and our friends from Elevated Beer Wine and Spirits. My name is Chris Reavers. That's Mike Fratelloni. This is the Beer Show live on Score North on 1500 and of course we are live on scorenorth.com. We'll be right back. You can- Hello again, this is Mike Fratelloni from Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores and um, I'm really sick of Minnesota weather, so I'm going to do an ad that's right in the middle of summer. What we normally sell at the beginning of spring is the Scott's four-step program. It's for your lawn, right? Does this make people feel better if I talk about lawn care? Reavers? Not really. 
I think I'm going to do it it's anyways. It's going to be 22 below program, zero next week. You don't even care because soon you'll walk into Fratelloni's and you'll see four steps, a crabgrass preventer, a standard weed and feed, a lawn fertilizer, and then a fall fertilizer from Scott's. And that's what you need to put down to make sure your grass looks perfect all year long. I know I'm four months ahead of time. I just don't care because I don't want to think about winter anymore. You know what I say? Yes. You're on the cutting edge. I am, I, I'm, a, I'm faster than everyone else. So no one else is even advertising this. In fact, you can't even get it at Fratelloni's right now because we don't even have it yet the bags will be coming in soon but just don't forget fratelloni's will have it there's mike fratelloni from fratelloni's ace hardware and garden source talking about products we don't even sell That's for my guy, Mariano Rivera, and my guy, Corzo. It's the beer show here on Score North on 1500 and scorenorth.com. I had to play under Sandman, Michael. Shut up. That's what we do here on the beer song. show. I do love that song. Um, so we're in the middle of our weekly beer with our friends from Elevated Beer at Wine and Spirits. Ryan is here this evening. We're talking to our friends from Modest Brewing Company. We had quite the spirited conversation uh, off the air, but I do want to circle back. So um, if you're interested, by the way, this Friday from 5 to 7 at the South Minneapolis location at Hiawatha and 42nd. And this Saturday from 3 to 5 at the White Bear Lake location, Highway 61 and 4th Street in White Bear Lake. You can sample some great beer from the guys at Modest, and you can do it for free, Ryan. Right. Yeah, again, every tasting we have is free, but these beer show tastings are a little bit different just because a lot of the times we have... You know some some cool people that are hosting them. You know it could be the the brewer from Modest. It, you know it could be who knows. It could be uh, one of those uh, national beer superheroes like uh, I don't Garrett Oliver or something. You never know. You never oh, know yeah. what you're gonna get. Or that woman at Sam's Club who gives away those little <laughs> vanilla wafers when they have them. Like is it not her? Because she is the I might have to track her down. For okay, I don't know. she's great. I love how your she mind just says Nilla wafer. I'm like, yes, yes. Thank I don't you. care what it is on that tray. I need one. This is a big digression, but I was there the other day and they were giving out samples of um, silk milk, and I was like, that is the worst sample I've ever had in my entire life. It's is like, this? Who, who wants no. a little cup of milk? Okay, quick, sorry, quick, yes, really quick sidetrack. Yeah, you're talking about like the almond milk. Yes, yes. Are you guys ready for this? Oh no. You guys have all met my wife. I don't know if you guys, you guys probably haven't met my wife. The biggest health nut on the planet. Mm -hmm. Clear. She drinks maybe three times an entire year. She drinks the almond milk. Yeah. Because she's lactose intolerant. And I don't need that mess inside my house, (laughs) which is totally fine. Okay. We have one problem. Yeah. My seven-year-old son had a sample of the almond milk. And now he will not drink the cow milk. Oh. And I said, wait a minute. This is America. Yes. In America, my boys drink cow milk, not the almond milk. Not so, the euphorian almond so milk. So now you have a ton of almond and, milk. So now we have like 16 different pints of almond What's milk. What's nice about almond milk, though, it can sit in the cupboard 
Oh right? yeah, until you need it. Yeah, right. You just plop one in the fridge there when you go. open it. That was right. a that was a big digression, but well done. So here comes the almond milk IPA from our friends at Modest. <laughs> Modest <laughs> Brewing. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, this that's, is that's this is milk. yeah. All this right. is all lactose okay, all the time. What quick, do we got? What beer has quick lactose? Quick aside. Quick aside. So let's talk about this can that you guys just opened during the break that I that I'm getting this great aroma from. Tell me about. Is it shook? Shook. Shook Double Vanilla from Modest Brewing Company. Oh, I don't, I yeah. try that. Hold on, let me gun this one. All right, go. Talk. <laughs> uh, sure, yeah. Uh, Shook is a series that we've been uh, we've been playing with um, uh, just about a year now. Um, we Basically, it's a milkshake IPA, so it's a kind of a take on New England-style IPA uh, where there's lactose sugar added to it, uh, vanilla beans, and then we usually add a fruit, but in this one, we added uh, just, we just doubled up on the vanilla beans. So, so good. A ton of vanilla beans. There's a lot of uh, a oh, lot of crazy hops oh, in there. Wow, so it's, that scent is unbelievable. Insane. Yeah, so that's, when that's you're doing crazy. when you're doing something with vanilla beans, is it um, is it off putting to some types of beer drinkers, or what? What do you have to be weary of with that kind of an ingredient? Nothing. Well, yeah, it vanilla smells, because it smells uh, amazing. That's it's what, I, it's what yeah. men find most attractive about women. Did you know that the scent of vanilla? You, if you're a is woman, that from Yankee Candle? This is a yes. This is a little uh, known fact. If the women are listening. Slap some vanilla flavor on yourself. Drives <laughs> you crazy. Plus, you'll get no gnats in the man. summertime. Oh my, god. oh my god, you are out of your mind. Just because I know more than you Mike about Fred ladies. Like Yankee Candle Cup. So it's called Shook. I, I lost the can. Where did it go? It's called Shook, Shook double, double Vanilla. Yep. So we, oh, it's not so a double good. IPA. It's just it a is. Du- it is a double oh, IPA. Oh, it is a double yep, IPA. Yep, it's okay. eight point six. So be careful with that oh, one. Boy, uh, we only bring the high volume stuff. You guys don't mess around. No, do we you? don't mess around much. Well, is there a dangerous line you have to you have to worry about crossing when you're trying to make big big beers like that, or is it or is it a case of when you guys at Modest are saying we don't care, we just want to make really great beer? Well, uh, there's definitely there's definitely lines, but we try to get as close as possible. Uh, we we've been doing some research, and uh, we'll we'll have a beer in a couple months that uh, that we'll we'll talk about that. See, but, yeah, Reverse, yeah. See, Now this is the point in the show where you say, "Well, go ahead, Fred Looney, say what you were going to say." Yeah, every go ahead, brewer, say what you're say. every brewer in the world needs to make a four percent alcohol beer because they really quickly realize that. When you serve a four percent beer, mm-hmm. you sell five of them, and when you sell a eleven percent beer, you sell one. Eh, so yeah, those I mean, numbers might not be exact, two, right? Yeah, right. Oh, so do you do, we have, do have super sessionable yeah, beers? Yeah, we have sixteen tap lines at the tap room, so we have uh, anything from light lagers, um, like our super deluxe, which is five percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a couple pilsners on there, four and a half, and then we have all the way up to this. Uh, uh, Def Wish, which is 11.2. All right, oh, so before yeah. we run out of time here, because <clears throat> sure. we've, we've been having a blast, but I do want to make note, you guys have a couple of really cool projects coming on, yeah. one of which has a, a bit of tragedy t- uh, stuck to it, but tell yeah. me about your 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 partnership with with Portage. Please tell sure. me about that. And yeah, listen to um, so our friends uh, at Portage Brewery and their brewery uh, burned down three weeks ago. Um, so our brewer, the same poor uh, guy that had to... Uh, uh, crush up all those bagels. Mm-hmm. He's from Walker, Minnesota, where Portage is from. So he knows the, uh, the family that owned the brewery, um, the Vonda Camps, uh, really, really well. So we decided to rebrew one of our milkshake IPAs with them. 
Uh, it's called SPF. We brewed it in the summer. Um, it's a milkshake IPA brewed with uh, coconut, mango, and vanilla. Mm. Super delicious. Um, that'll be out in probably three weeks or so. Tell us about um, the history of, the, of, of, is it the Portage Brewing Company? Is that the Portage name of it? Brewing Company. Yep. So they're out of Walker, Minnesota? They're out of Walker. Because I'm unfamiliar. So g- give yeah. us a little bit of history lesson with those guys. Um, so there's uh, they're a small batch brewery um, just in Walker. Um, they are in a, uh, was it an old hospital building? Um, and for some unforeseen uh, circumstances happened uh, a couple weeks ago, they burned down. They've only been open about a year and a half, so it's uh, pretty uh, pretty tragic that what happened there. Brian, so, I want you to weigh in here because here is the one thing, and I know I bring this up all the time uh, during the course of this show, but here's the one thing I really, really love about not only doing this show but meeting all these cool breweries is is the relationships that mm-hmm. exist. You know, we had um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, we did a broadcast with GL out at Summit Brewing Company to kind of help benefit Sierra Nevada in the mm-hmm. campfires out in California. And sure. it's just so awesome how the relationships with all of these essentially competing breweries, they'd say, oh, you're down? We got you. We're, we're going to help you guys mm-hmm. out. It's it's awesome. I, I love yeah. this part about this industry. No, it's great. And I think, you know, when, when a brewery like Modest, who you guys are relatively young yourselves, but mm-hmm. in a short period of time have become sort of leaders in the scene, right? So it's cool that you guys are able to help out a newer brewery and, and you know, in these circumstances. Um, it's always great to see an effort with a collaboration for fun. But when, when you guys do something like this, mm-hmm. I think it just, you know, speaks volumes about the character of the company. It's, it's oh. great to see. Thanks very much. I appreciate that. And yeah. it is cool. I, and I, it's one thing I've always really admired about this industry, just, you know, dating back to 2000 and whatever it was that we started doing this yeah. show. I, I, I love it. Yeah, I, we've, we've seen it, you know, throughout the, I think the, the, the burgeoning craft scene, we could say at this point, established craft scene, right? Yeah, but, right. um, it, it's good to see that it hasn't, it hasn't completely vanished as a result of, you know, the, the market share that, that this scene has taken over. Yeah. You're, you're hundred percent right. Um, okay. Junkyard, the junkyard collab that you sure. guys have with modest brewing company. They are the guest here in the beer show, two tastings this weekend, Friday from five to seven, Saturday from three to 5 PM in Wiper Lake, the, the Friday tasting in Minneapolis at elevated to beer, wine and spirits. Let's talk a little bit about the junkyard collab with modest brewing company. Sure. Um, so Junkyards, uh, yeah, our, our buddies up in uh, Moorhead, Minnesota. Um, we are brewing two different beers. They're really well known for a uh, peanut butter style called Peanut Butter Bandit. And we're really well known for a beer called First Call. It's a coffee lager. Um, so imagine both of those. They having dipped a- your coffee in her peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> is that what happened? That's I think so. Okay. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Okay. So what we're doing is... Yeah, that's exactly what I have written okay. down here with three asterisks, right. dude. Uh, so what we're doing is we're brewing a blonde stout at Modest uh, with peanut butter, uh, real peanut butter, uh, cocoa, um, coffee, and lactose, of course. America. How do you get a blonde stout? Aren't those two things basically? Separate? You're relying on the cocoa and the coffee to uh, to add the roast flavors, okay. but not the color. Really? Does that makes sense. Sure. So there's so it won't be light colored. It will be dark. It'll be light colored. Yep. It will be light. It'll colored. be light colored. Okay. Uh, f- first calls uh, kind of. Um, yeah. It'll it'll look like uh, it'll, it'll be uh, a two beer urine sample. Let's call it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sure. Well, I mean, Great marketing I didn't, uh, standpoint. What other yes. color would that be? I don't know. One beer. I, okay. There you go. One. Okay. <laughs> Continue. Continue. Uh, one and a half beers. So, so we're going to be brewing a blondie stout, uh, and Junkyard is going to be brewing a, a, a regular you know, chocolate stout. So it'll oh, be very chocolate cool. colored. Uh, how did you find those guys, and how does that 
come to your level to, that you even care to do a collab with them? Sure. Uh, just drinking beer with each other, making making friends over beers, and they've been in the tap room, so, we've been up there. And, utter really? nonsense. Utter nonsense. Yeah. yeah debauchery. Yeah. Not a boy. And Junkyard's, been, Junkyard's been making a lot of noise down here in the Twin Cities, yeah. and and, uh, and they're doing some cool things. You know, like Modest, they're, they're kind of pushing the envelope and, mm-hmm. and executing on that, so... It seems like a natural collaboration. In yeah, a way. yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Great people up there. Um, that that beer uh, will be available uh, four packs uh, at Elevated on Tuesday, uh, the twenty. What day is that? The 29th? Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, and uh, and then theirs will be in Crowlers. All right, so we have about ninety seconds left. Anything else left for you guys? Uh, Modest Brewing. I know you guys have a lot kind of in the hopper coming in the works. Uh, anything else? Anything else coming up here that we need to know about with Modest Brewing Company? Uh, three-year anniversary in April? Yeah, three years in April, and we got a big old space-themed birthday party That's uh, awesome. featuring a couple space-themed musicians, and it's just, it'll be, it'll be, have live painters and... Um, Debauchery. Yep. That's why uh, we're not brewers, right? Because right. we'd have a three-year anniversary. I'd look it up, and I'd found out that, oh, it's the wood anniversary, and I'm like, we're giving everybody a chunk of wood. These guys get space-themed. I, right. I don't even know what space-themed yeah. artists are. Well, I remember having you guys on kind of a, at, at your inception, and to, to see you guys kind of flourish and grow, it's it's, it's really cool. So continue yeah. success to you guys. And, uh, and Thank thanks you. And for, thanks for being yeah. a part of it. Thank you so much. You got it. And if people want more information about Modest Brewing Company, where can they find that? Yep, modestbrewing.com. It's M- O-D-I-S-T brewing.com and then all the social medias and all that. Thanks, brother. Appreciate you. Um, they are the tasting this this weekend at Elevated. Both stores, Friday from 5 to 7 at Minneapolis, Saturday from 3 to 5 in Wiper Lake, elevatedbws.com. That's right. And one quick announcement. We do have a date now for our 2019 seller sale. No! That's, that's coming. It's going to be February 10th, Sunday, February 10th uh, at the open at both stores. So 11 a.m. on Feb 10. And uh, there's some really cool stuff that we've been breaking out this year for that, too. So All the bottles you've hidden over the last year. Yeah, some really cool stuff that's been away for a while. And, and some, some newer stuff, too, that you, you just can't find. And maybe you couldn't even find it when it was first released. But we'll have some of that there as well. And there will be a lot of details to be released. So check us out on Facebook for all of that information. Well, you guys do such a horrible job with all of that stuff. I know. It's just, it's, it's a mess. <laughs> no, you guys are awesome. And thank you for uh, all of the all of the years together here on The Beer Show. You too, man. All right. If you missed any portion of the program, you can find us via the podcast online at scorenorth.com. Michael, thank you. Reavers, you're the best. I am the best. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's edition of The Beer Show live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios. And again, if you missed any portion, go online, scorenorth.com, click on that beer show icon, and you can get any and all episodes that you need. For Mike Fredaloni with Fredaloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores, my name is Chris Reavers. We will talk to you again next Thursday night. Until then, cheers.